Hello. This is Collective Noun. For a high-quality program, press 1. You have pressed 2. This is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Welcome along to the show tonight. If this is your first time listening, you have picked a great time because tonight on this radio program, Dom Mm. Faye, sitting across the desk from me, makes musical history. He made an outrageous claim last night. He said, when I was younger, Mm. I could absolutely rip Mm. on a recorder. I could play Postman Pat like you've never heard before. And I thought, wow, the way you speak about your... Recorder abilities, Dom. Yeah. We have to put it to the test. Like, I don't want to be, you know, tuning my own horn here or <laughs> playing my own recorder here. Yeah. But I I was undoubtedly the best recorder player at the primary school. Mm-hmm. Like, I was a bit of a prodigy. Yeah. It's a shame I didn't go on with it. I don't know where I could have been today if I did. The recorder prodigy yeah. from Redeemer <laughs> Primary School. Yeah. Is back, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. He makes a comeback this <laughs> evening on this radio show. Dom bought himself a recorder today. Well, have, Zach, have a listen to just a little bit of this. And after 10.30 tonight, the world's most annoying <laughs> instrument yeah. is played by the world's most annoying man. <laughs> right, well, that's not the caption or the headline <laughs> we're running with for this. You didn't run that line by me. <laughs> Okay. I have a feeling that's going to stick, which is really annoying. (laughs) This is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. We have a dream to Mm. hold the world's first movie trailer marathon. It's a movie marathon, but only for movie trailers. Yeah, because movie marathons are too long. Who has 12 hours to sit through the three Lord of the Rings films when you could watch all three of the trailers in 12 minutes? This is what we've got so far. We've got public support. Yep. We've got people who want to come. Overwhelmingly. Uh, we have a list of movie trailers we would like to play yep. in the movie trailer marathon. Can I ask, from that list, which yeah. trailer are you most excited for? Mighty Ducks 1, 2, and... Well, we said we're going to drop three, didn't we? So yeah. Mighty Ducks <laughs> 1 and 2 for yeah, me. Okay. How about yourself? Oh, it's a, it's a hard question. It would be very hard to go past B-Movie, which we added last night. Mm-hmm. I've come, I have come. I wasn't on board last night, but I've thought about B-Movie since then. I reckon it's a fun trailer. Um, we've just been going 100 miles ahead. We have, yeah. And it's been... Drawn to our attention that uh, we might not possibly be able to do it for technical reasons. Some logistical reasons. Uh, Or maybe some legal reasons. Well, this basically, Zach, you and I have our hive is on, our hard hat's on. We've got all the timber to the site. We've started building and someone said, well, hold on. Did you get permission to build here? Yeah, where's the blueprint? (laughs) What what plan are we going off here? Sorry, what? We had to do that? Yeah, we completely forgot that stage. What we would love... Yep is an employee of a cinema mm. to give us a call on 131060 because we have a few questions we need answered yep. and we're not sure whether it's possible. Basically, we'd like to know things like, mm. is it possible to rent a cinema to play whatever you want? And how much does it cost, if so? Uh, number two, where do you get trailers from? <laughs> well, that's a good question. <laughs> do you keep know. them? Do people yeah. send them to you? Yep. Uh, do we have to collect them ourselves? If so, mm. can we? Is it BYO yeah. videos? Can, if yeah. we brought a USB, mm. can we play that in a cinema? D- is cinema technology adequate for me to Chromecast from YouTube? Yeah. Can I Chromecast onto a cinema yeah. screen? What would that look like on the big screen? Yeah. Well, that's it. I mean, there's a whole bunch of questions here. So, look, if you currently work at a cinema, maybe you've just knocked off a shift. Thirteen ten sixty. I mean, we'll take former cinema employees as well. Anyone who has some sort of an insight, because I'm, I'm, I'll be honest, like I applied for a job at a cinema when I was in high school. I applied three times, actually. Didn't yep. get an interview once. It was yep. the dream job. It's yeah, a mystical world. You would have world. loved to be in the candy bar, wouldn't you? Oh, 100%. But not just the candy bar. Like, um, I've always wanted to go into the, you know, the back rooms where they have the projection. Yeah. So what a treat that would be. We've got Jono from Canberra. We understand that you're a manager of a cinema, Jono. Hey, yes, that's right. How are you going? Well, yeah, thank well, you. This is exciting. You're exactly what we're after. Our big question, Jono, is where do the trailers come from for the <laughs> movies? And would you, like, as a normal cinema, have, like, a backlog of, like, 20 years' worth of every <laughs> movie that ever came out? Uh, I wish. Uh, no, the film distributors, they send us the trailers. They yeah. send them on the, on the USBs mm-hmm. when they know that we're going to show their film. Okay. Uh, so they come in on a USB. We, we load them into the cinema. Mm. And, um, you know, we play them. But after the film's gone, after we've finished playing the film, we usually delete the trailer in a few weeks. So mm. no backlog, sorry. Do you reckon, Jono, that that is standard practice across all cinemas or is that your specific cinema's policy? Uh, I think that's pretty standard. I mean, cinemas, 
they've got a limit. It's a bit like a computer, really, a large computer. You've got a limited amount of space on every yeah. cinema server. Do they can't have it too full with trailers, unfortunately. Where could we get trailers from, Jono? Uh, you could just YouTube them. Oh, okay. well, yeah. well, I mean, that's, I mean that's, he works in a cinema. We, what would the quality of that look like on the big screen? I mean, that's obviously... Would that be a concern? Yeah, it would. I mean, you wouldn't. You couldn't just play, you know, plug in a USB and play it straight onto the big screen or, you know, mm-hmm. you'd have to do a conversion into a more of a cinema-ready file, which has a lot, uh, you know, a lot better uh, resolution. Right, okay. So what we're learning here is this sounds cinemas, promising though. It, does. it doesn't sound like there's any issues coming up. Um no, and you can't you can't foresee any copyright issues with that, Jono? Uh, yeah, you might run into a couple of copyright issues if you don't have uh the uh the permission to, to publicly screen. <laughs> yep. Hang on. Jono, I think um, I think we may have just had that question answered, Dom. We do have Steve in Newcastle. Yeah, hang on a sec. Here we go. Now now, Steve, your idea is to get the old trailers from the distributor. You think they might have records of them? Yeah, absolutely. I don't think anyone's going to have a, a drama with you playing their trailers for advertising for them. Because basically that's what the trailer is, isn't it? It's an yeah. ad. Yeah, absolutely. So, Steve, is that 100% solid legal advice you just gave us <laughs> that you're happy to be liable for? Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. I mean, right? this is the radio. Everything on the radio is uh, legally binding. As a manager of a cinema, Steve, have you ever run a movie trailer marathon or heard no, of one? But it's, no, but it sounds awesome. Oh, see, this see, is great. It's a, it is a, a first and the cinemas are on board, which is good news. I mean, I have been to a few movies before that played so many trailers beforehand <laughs> that it was close to a marathon, that's but true. I don't think anyone's ever done it intentionally, Dom. Mm, that's a good point. Uh, Steve, what about hiring a cinema? How much does that normally set you back? Um, it, it's pretty much worked out. Um, if it's a if it's a peak or non-peak, that yeah. changes the price. But it basically just works out if you sort of seventy to eighty percent fill to cinema yep. um, in a standard session, then that would be yep. what we'd charge, pretty much. Just okay. what the normal price of what people would pay for a ticket is that what you're saying? Yeah, absolutely. Ah, okay, that's well, achievable. We could make a profit. <laughs> that's my first thought. <laughs> well, double the price. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm just saying, <laughs> if seventy or eighty percent covers the higher fee, yeah, right, and we fill hundred percent of the cinema, we can take that twenty percent straight to the candy bar and yeah. buy a small popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> All right, okay. This well, is so promising. This is much... I thought that would be. I thought we would hit a brick wall there. Yeah. To be honest with you, yeah. So did but I. Both Jono and Steve, who have experience running cinemas, yeah, are both saying. It's a green flag. This is... Go ahead. What's a green flag? I've, never, I've not seen a green flag I before, assume but... in racing, <laughs> yeah. there's a green flag that says keep going. Sure. I'm sure there That's is. an well... assumption I'm making after watching very little <laughs> motorsports. <laughs> All right. Well, look, stay tuned to the show. I guess now... The, we, they, well, well, there was a fear this would be dead in the water now. Looks like it's not. No. Looks like the movie trailer marathon might be happening. Might be coming to a cinema near you sometime soon, Zach. All we need to do is figure out how on earth to convert to cinema files from YouTube. Well, Dom, you go buy a USB. <laughs> yeah, I'll do that. <laughs> and and uh, is LimeWire, does that still exist? <laughs> you might get like a thousand viruses at the same time. This is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. This is Dom's Google history. Dom, you can learn so much about someone by what they search on the internet. That's why each week we go through your Google search history. You don't know what we found. You don't know what we're going to read out. Mm. But you do have to explain the weird and wonderful things that you Googled. What do you got tonight? Our first Google search yep. comes from Thursday at 11.12am. Do you have to be cool to work at the Apple store? <laughs> okay, this is so right. do you think yeah. in the job interview they do a cool test? Uh, okay, be honest with me, Zach. Mm-hmm. Have you ever seen somebody uncool working at Apple? Uh, well, well, what's your definition of cool? Uh, well, it's a vibe you get, right? Because I'm telling you, yes. that was right after a trip to the Apple store. And I'm I probably... think Apple, there's a wide range of people who work there. Yeah, but there's something cool about all of them. They're all self-assured. Even the ones who might be a little more, you know, alternative in society. The way they carry themselves is like they know they're, they know they're hot shit. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? You can tell that but maybe, But maybe it's like a chicken or the egg situation. What do you mean? Maybe they all became cool because they work at the Apple store. Right. Okay, so that's... So instead the, yeah. of employing cool people, <laughs> yeah. by being employed, you become cool. 
Right. That's. True. I'm not saying that they. I'm not saying that your yeah? your theory is true. I'm just saying that would be a possible way okay. that that could be true. Well, if that's the case, I need to get a job at the Apple Store. <laughs> that's <laughs> what he's been missing his whole life. That's it. I'll be a different man if I start working there. Now they'll sniff me out from the. There's no way I'll make it to the job interview at Apple. Uh, the next thing you googled was Tuesday at 12:50 a.m. What do tradies do when it rains? <laughs> this is a this is a great question. No, it's not. Let, yes, it is. Yes, it is. Zach. because if it rains, they can't work. Correct. Right. So what if it pours nonstop for three weeks? They just get three weeks off. Well. It depends whether you're the person employing people mm. or you're an employee. Yeah. Well, I was like, so d- for an employee, yeah. if you're on, a, if you're getting paid a mm. wage, regardless sure. of whether you work, yeah. then it's good news. If you're getting paid hourly, it's horrible news. You don't I work for three weeks. Well, my point is there's some, part of, some parts of the world yeah. where it rains a hell of a lot, mm-hmm. right? And I was just thinking, like, let's say Wales in the UK. Mm-hmm. If you're a tradie in Wales... You'd only work one day a year. Well, I was watching that show you love, Grand Designs. Oh, great show. And in some of those environments, they did seem to work through the rain. Uh, they probably have to, hey. I just don't think it's safe. I was just thinking this the other day. I yeah. was like, all the power tools and stuff. Yeah. I, I hope someone's checked. You're, like, I don't know much about mm. trades, obviously, yep. because we work in radio. Yep. But your knowledge, mm. wow, it's vast. <laughs> The gap in your knowledge, sorry. Oh, okay, right. I thought, is this a compliment? <laughs> I'm not used to this. The, the gap in your knowledge of, yeah. of tradies, because, mm. I mean, do you know any tradespeople? Um, personally? Yeah. Well, there, used, there was that, like, tradie cafe I used to go to to get a roast beef roll. <laughs> Sometimes I'd chat to them there. Did you actually? Oh, just like a morning sort of thing. Yeah. Apart from that, I do not know many tradies, no. Uh, <laughs> it comes through. Okay. The last thing you Googled, Saturday at 1.25 a.m. What would happen to me if I stole the Queen's crown? <laughs> He's planning a heist. <laughs> the royals are in the country. Watch out, oh, Harry no. and Meghan. No. Dom's on the loose. No, I heard a rumour hmm. that, like, even though most of the world's gotten rid of the death penalty, yeah. that if you steal the Queen's crown, she gets to kill you. I, okay. <laughs> <laughs> what, is Queen that true? Elizabeth? Yeah. In her 80s or 90s? How old is she? I think she's in her 90s. She, what, she gets a sword out? Yeah. And she's like, get over here, you little scamp. <laughs> I'm going to cut off your head. No, I heard that that's a rumour that stuck around for medieval times, that if you stole the Queen's crown, she beheads you. Let's not get... uh, (laughs) Let's let's not go into too much detail here, but do you think she'd do it in a traditional way? (laughs) What do you mean? With With the sword. Or the guillotine. Or or would she update it? I'm not sure. I haven't really thought about it. I mean, I'll be honest, it doesn't seem like Lizzie. I don't think it'd be her favourite day at, at, at work. And also, how would you steal the crown? Is it off her head while she's on yeah, the throne? I, I don't know. You would be that. sneaking behind behind a curtain. <laughs> yeah. And then you'd yeah. pinch it off her head and then make out down the uh, aisleway. Well, I couldn't find anything about it, so I think my friends were lying to me. Yeah. Because it sounds like you'd just be, you know, prosecuted yeah, like yeah, a I usual crime. Yeah, think you'd crime. be put in jail. Yeah. Could be up to 20 years, though. Yeah. That's hefty. You'd want to make sure you, ha- you got to wear it for a few minutes. <laughs> <laughs> That's not the goal. <laughs> This is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Uh, we have just gotten into a little bit of a bit of an argument here in the studio, Zach, because uh, in my Google history, I'd searched what happens to you if you steal the Queen's crown. And because um, oh, I believed I'd heard a rumor that there's one of these old medieval laws that stuck around that if you steal the Queen's crown, yeah. she gets to personally kill you. You didn't believe that was accurate. Mm. And then in the song, you said, what do you mean? these medieval rules that are still around. You you seem to believe that yeah. there's a lot of things that the Queen can do yeah. that I had never heard well, of. And then you think it's commonplace knowledge. These, uh, I imagine, Would you like to make the claim that, that you brought up yeah. during that song? Well, I said, thinking this was common knowledge, this it's like how the Queen owns all the swans in England. <laughs> and Dom still hasn't been able to explain what that means. <laughs> You've never heard that. Are you saying wild well, swans on the other side of England yes. from where she is? Yep. What do you mean own? If I guess you could yeah. say that you own anything that's wild. No. Like, if you're a swan yeah. and you go into England, you belong to the queen. But what does that mean? Are they allowed? If, if so, yeah. So is it just like a title thing? My point is, so this, they, Zach, so if the you queen owns know, the swans and nothing ever happens. If you went to a local pond. And you got a net and you caught a swan. Yeah. Well, that would be illegal you, anyway, yeah, yeah. let alone whether the queen it'd owned be, it or something. It'd be illegal. You get in trouble, right? If the queen goes to the UK and the queen gets a net, the queen could catch a swan. 
Right. Because she owns them. Now, what do we want to do? Do you want to go to the phones on this and see if people have heard this? Because we need to settle this debate. Well, I don't think it's a debate. I'm not upset about it at all. It is 100% a true thing. That one I'm certain of. The Queen owns all the swans in the UK. 100% she does. Our producer Michael has come in with a juicy piece of information. Yeah. And you know, I'm, I'm right, aren't I? Um, I have a quote from what seems to be a fairly legitimate website. Yep. And what's the quote? I'll read it out. Thanks. The Queen specifically owns any unclaimed mute swan in open water in both England and Wales in ceremonial, in ceremonial fashion. And then it goes on to say, yep. every year there is a census of all the swans in the River Thames. Mm. Um, this is called the Swan Upping and occurs in the third week of July each year. That feels like Harry Potter or something to <laughs> yeah. me. This is what I was saying, though, yep. when they said in ceremonious mm. fashion. That's what I was saying. So I'm saying, like, is it just a thing where they say she owns them and she doesn't well, actually have any control over them? But you're saying... Oh, she can't... No, she can't command them like the fly. That's what you said. You said if she recalled the swans, they would have to come back to her. I stand by that. If she said, bring me all the swans, I'm making a swan army, they'd have to to fetch the swans for the queen. Who is they? Oh, I don't know. The people of England. No, you know. Everyone in England has to go out with a sack and get a swan and bring it to the queen. You know the furry hat guards that stand out the front of her house? Yeah, that's what they do. Is that how (laughs) they got furry? (laughs) No. They're dyed swans' feathers. If she, like, I imagine there's a, a a code, like it's code blue get the swans <laughs> I, I, like i don't know all i'm saying is everything i've heard is that uh she doesn't own a Michael can you this there's nothing about her owning any other wildlife is there technically it's it's specifically swans i can't actually confirm that i was only looking yeah. for swans but there were references to other animals so you sort of ceremony, you're just saying animals. if no, you up. lived in england and you woke up one morning and yep. you're having a cup of tea on the balcony yep. and you saw swans going down the street two by two marching <laughs> towards the palace <laughs> yeah, yeah. that would just be like oh she's obviously recalled <laughs> <Yeah>. the swans <laughs> nothing to see here right across australia you're listening to collective noun with zach and dom last night on the show dom you made a pretty big claim. Yeah, it was about the Postman Pat theme. I learned how to play this on recorder. Did you? Yeah, no, no, I can still do Could it. Can you do it tomorrow night? <laughs> okay. Well. This time tomorrow night, Dom plays the Postman Pat theme live on the radio. <laughs> yeah. It's a comeback performance. <laughs> it's been 20 years since he's done it, and he's going to do it live. Yeah. The comeback of the century. Well, Dom said that he was a recorder prodigy in primary school. Mm. He makes a comeback tonight. I have not picked up a recorder in 15 years, Zach. I have not heard the Postman Pat theme in just about as long. And tonight, both of those come back to me. Now, it has been a big day preparing for the performance. I mean, show day is always a nerve-wracking day for an artist. I, I think rarely does an artist buy the instrument for yeah. the first time in 15 years. <laughs> that's true. The day of a performance. But that's what you did earlier. You went out and you got yourself a recorder. I understand I it cost you $6. Well, I have figured out why they get primary school kids to play a recorder. That is bloody cheap for an instrument. Yeah, did you think it was because they sounded so good? <laughs> I didn't know what it was. But $6 for an instrument, it's re- remarkable. Remarkable. So I went and bought it from Big W in the toys section. And how does it feel in the hand? You're holding it up um, in front of me. Do you instantly remember your hands are a bit bigger now than they were they are. I can back reach when you were 10 years old? I can reach all of the notes now. So that's a start. Um, I, you know what, Zach? They say, you know, it's you, you never forget riding a bike, how yeah. to ride a bike. It feels a bit like that. Yeah. It feels like it's been missing from my life for the past 15 You've years. You've had a recorder-shaped hole inside of you. I have. Um, and I have had the, I've had the afternoon practicing. Um, I, and I, look, I don't want to set expectations too high because generally when you set the bar high, it's hard to reach it. Yep. And I've learned that lesson on this show numerous times. Yeah. We've got a few comments on Instagram about that. Have we? <laughs> we, yeah. we, we did say that Dom would be attempting this tonight after making the claim that he was a prodigy. And yep. there's a few people who mm. say you're the boy who cried. Mm. I can do great things. <laughs> because every yep. time you make a claim on the show, you seem to fail. <laughs> it has happened a lot, and I'm, I'll admit that. But not tonight. Because, can I say, Zach, only five minutes into practicing this afternoon, my brother, who knew nothing about this, walked into my bedroom, and he said, is that the Postman Pat theme? Wow. Now, he picked it. He, he picked, picked it. it without any context. Without any, without any knowledge of what's going on. 
it was discernible what I was playing. Yeah. And I practice And discernible yeah. is what we aim for. <laughs> I think that's what yep. all the artists in the world yeah. love is feedback. Yeah, when, when Taylor Swift walks off stage after singing, look what you made me do, she doesn't ask, did they love it? They said, did you know what song that was? <laughs> was it discernible? And they said, yeah, because of the lyrics, I could figure it out. And she goes, great. That's yeah, what I was aiming for. That's what I wanted. And look, uh, even after my brother Hudson gave me that amazing feedback, I practiced for another two to three minutes after that. Mm. So I've gotten even better from then. Well, that <laughs> looks like a good place. Do you want to hear one note? Give us one note. One note. Here we go. <laughs> oh, <geez. laughs> Sorry, um, I got it. Uh, um. Beautiful. <laughs> no, that wasn't an eight-year-old who just walked into the room. <laughs> that was Dom Faye Sorry, with a well, tantalizing tease. No, what you've just heard is the sound check. Really, do <laughs> one, two, one, two. Do the fans get to come in and hear the sound check beforehand? But you've got that treat tonight. You've heard the teaser. <laughs> yep. The full course mm. is up in three <laughs> minutes' time. Dom Faye, for the first time in Paul. 15 years, plays Postman Pat <laughs> on his recorder. Right across Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. The tension is thick in the air. Oh my gosh. Dom's a bit <clears throat> nervous as he has the recorder in his hand. Let's get to it. You've heard about the biggest moments in music history. The Beatles on Ed Sullivan. Ladies and gentlemen, the Beatles. Queen play Wembley. Nirvana on MTV. Ladies and gentlemen, Nirvana. Now witness music history live on your radios. As Dom Faye vows to change pop culture forever. I learned how to play this on recorder. Did you? Yeah, t- t- I can still do can it. Can you do it tomorrow night? <laughs> okay. Well. This time tomorrow night, Dom plays the Postman Pat theme live on the radio. One man, one recorder, one dream. To play Postman Pat like you've never heard before. Folks, put your hands together and welcome the Pied Piper of our generation. Playing the classic Postman Pat, Mr. Dom Faye. Start again. <laughs> <laughs> no, Similar no. to a night where there's fireworks. <laughs> Dogs and cats yeah. are running all around the neighborhood, <clears throat> petrified about what they've just heard. That was horrible. Here we go again. Here we go. <clears throat> Come on. <laughs> oh, I, can't. I had it before. The recorder's <laughs> playing up on me. I've got <laughs> the recorder playing <laughs> up with you. I've never heard Ed Sheeran cancel a concert because his mm. his guitar wasn't oh, working. Listen to that, Zach. The crowd's cheering for an encore. They want one more go at this. All right, here we go. <laughs> Postman Pat. What are we putting people through? <clears throat> Do you want to sing along? I wouldn't know where to start. <laughs> Oh boy! Okay, Dom. I'll be honest. It sounded. Uh, you can. Can I get our producer Michael on a microphone here, yeah. if possible? Producer Michael heard me rehearsing earlier. It yeah. sounded a lot better earlier, didn't it, Michael? Ah, uh, much better. Ah, uh, I wouldn't use those exact Dom, words. Dom had loaded a lot of success sound effects into the computer. <laughs> uh, we don't need them. I don't have any negative ones. Would you like some reviews, Dom? Oh, uh, have we got reviews coming in? Would you like some on the phone line? Well, I... Would you like to open the phones to what people thought of your musical performance? Because I think uh, after what we just put people through mm. in the last minute and a half, yeah. maybe we should well, leave it open for some feedback. But generally, if you've played a stinger of a show, <laughs> you wouldn't read the papers you don't the next morning. The <laughs> but if you think this is what I need to, to improve my recording ability. 131060, what <laughs> did you think of yeah. Dom's mm. recorder exactly. rendition of yep. Postman Pat? Did you think it was the comeback of a child prodigy? <laughs> mm. We were seeing Mozart 2.0. Well, yeah. Or 
Art is subjective. I just want to. Was that out worse there. than a six-year-old <laughs> coming also, home from grade one? No one's going to call for this act because I'm pretty sure everyone's tuned out. <laughs> <laughs> this is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Dom just made a comeback from primary mm. school. He said he was a primary school prodigy on the recorder, and that he could play Postman Pat. He absolutely butchered both the instrument and the song about three minutes ago. Um, Look, I don't want to use nerves as a cop-out, but I'll tell you what, Zach, it was sounding beautiful this afternoon. And, uh, and this is, look, I, for some reason I wasn't able to perform on the big stage. Uh, If people are just tuning in, give them a taste of what they missed. Here's what I was doing. Oh, that's by far the closest you've oh, got. Oh, that's pretty that's good. That's by far the closest that's you've got. Good. We've asked for reviews on 131060. We yeah. got Sarah in yeah. Dubbo. Sarah, you're a fellow primary school player. Yeah, yeah. No, I used to play it in year four. Yeah. Okay, so Dom, this is a peer. Yeah, this is someone who knows the instrument. Um, what did you think, Sarah? Um, I mean, that one, that last one was the closest, but yeah. the one before... Hmm. I probably would have just returned it or thrown it out. <laughs> I don't think Big W will take it back, to be honest, Sarah. Um, I mean, that's look, that's harsh. I doubt after a bad gig, the world's best musicians have to deal with this. This is rough what you're putting me through here, Zach. Well, that's because you're not one of the world's best musicians. Well, um, that, I mean, again... I uh, don't even know if you are a musician, <laughs> to be honest. We have uh, Jaden yeah. in Newcastle. Jaden, what do you think? I thought it was a lovely performance and he should keep it up. Oh, thank you, Jaden. Jaden is, that's the review I'm going to choose to listen to. And when I tour the recorder show, that's what's going to be on the poster. Now, the <laughs> phrase, keep it up, <laughs> yep. it, it's it's not a resounding confidence, is it? I mean, that's no. what you'd say to a kid Shut up. who, you know, wasn't going so well on their writing. But you're like, keep it up. Keep <laughs> well, it up, no. champ. What I'll do is I'll selectively use that quote on the poster. Lovely performance, Jaden. You did great. Yeah, something like that. Uh, Jody in Melbourne, I, I'm hoping you got more positive feedback from me, Jody. You, my friend, are a menace to society. <laughs> okay. Well. There I am, minding my own business, eating my Hungry Jacks. I was just, you know, eating my ice cream. Yep. And then next thing I know, I'm choking on it. <laughs> yep. Um, <laughs> well, I mean, weirdly, Jody's line's cut off, which is a real shame. <laughs> Because we're all loving hearing from Jody. Uh, menace to society is very rock and roll. Can I just say, th- that, that's everything that's wrong with the world. Someone puts themselves out there, puts together a piece of art yeah, for well, others well, to enjoy. Well, 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 how about from Jody's perspective? She just yep. wants to have some downtime, enjoy her ice cream, <laughs> yeah. and you pollute the air with noise. <laughs> well, well, one man's pollution is another man's treasure. Isn't yeah. that the saying? Something like that. I don't think so. We have <laughs> Shannon in Newcastle. What did you think, Shannon? Well, you know, after all these years, I think you've got to give him 10 points for trying, but yep. um, I'm going to go and pop another Nurofen because that just made my <laughs> migraine 10 times worse. <laughs> You're giving people headaches, Dom. Okay, well, you yeah. spread a headache across mm. the country. That's what you did. I, I could be misreading the situation, but am I hearing one more go? <laughs> Is that what I'm hearing on the phone? What the security guards are doing are actually tackling you to the ground and saying you can't go back on stage. One more song! <laughs> one, oh, if you insist, here we go! No, play the... No! Go to the break. <laughs> Go to the break. This is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. This is Collective Nouns Out of Context News. Making Out of Context News tonight, Donald Trump spoke about diarrhea. And I have it myself all the time. But for me, it's like a part of the job description. Let it happen to me. Also, Lady Gaga went to see a SpongeBob SquarePants live show. You watch him go on stage and you can see that he's getting his head into the zone and he's having a true defining moment of what it must feel like to be a champion. And Kanye West was seen kayaking out into the middle of the ocean. If I learn how to fish, then I can feed my family forever. This is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Day... Or nay. Dom, every single day seems to be international this day, national that day. I don't think you would be able to tell real days from fake days. Well, I mean, the the one I always come back to in this was International Safety Pin Day, which, geez, we must be halfway to next year's International Safety Pin Day. You getting you getting in early, getting prepared? I'd just like to say, can we do a special themed show next year on Safety Pin Day? Well, I just I'm. 
and I don't want to be a Grinch, yeah. but I do get a little upset because I think the decorations for yeah. Yeah. International Safety Pin Day come out earlier and earlier every uh, year, and it has to stop. Maybe it is taking away from the specialness of the season. I was in a Coles today, Zach, and saw some safety pins. Did you? It's ridiculous. Disgusting. Ridiculous. Uh, usually the way day or nay works, Dom, is I yep. will have two real days yep. that people actually celebrate and one fake day. We're going to mix it up this week. Okay. This week we have two fake ones. You have to pick the real day. One of these three days is a day celebrated today. Oh, I like this. The 19th of October. I like this because they all seem ridiculous. Yeah. So then I have to pick the real one. That's good. So one of these following Who days. Up? Was that you or producer Michael? Me. Bad idea. Good work. Okay. I just think that's really. I think that's a good in- reinvention of the game. I like that. Uh, our first day is spell check day. Spell check day. Is this just a day to make sure your grammar and punctuation is correct? No, celebrating spell check. Because do you remember a time before spell check? How much harder was the world? But yeah. now that we have spell check on our computers, on our yeah. phones, mm. on our laptops. Do you reckon? Here's a question. Do you reckon spell checks made us as a species spell yeah. better or worse? What do you mean? Well, because the outcome sense, is better. Yeah. No, no, no. But in one sense, like if but you, our ability if, has decreased. But if you put people in like a um, spelling bee now, yeah. now, here's my reasoning. I think it could be better because while you don't have to practice getting it right, someone fixes it for you. You see the correct word in front of you all the time. That's if you look at it. I don't even look at it though. No, you just you got that many just, emails to send. I'm just powering through. <laughs> you just got to push through. Uh, the next one is evaluate your life day. Oh, great! This is every day for me. What's what's day, the here? Well, says it's pretty self-explanatory. Yeah. Is this about you, on yeah. this day you evaluate your life? How are you going? Sure. Is your bank account in check? Are your relationships okay? It's a bit of a um. <laughs> I mean, it could be a pretty dark day for some people. Yeah. Oh, it's not. These aren't all good days. No, well. <laughs> That's true. I mean, I I feel like that'd be such a heavy day to chuck midweek. Mm. Oh, sorry. It's this is Friday. Friday isn't it? Talking about end of the week. You yeah, need okay. to evaluate your life, mate. Uh, <laughs> the last one is National Fork Day. Okay, I like this. Uh, celebrating the best utensil, the fork. Yeah, according I mean, to the organisers of National Fork Day. Obviously, yeah. that's up to debate. The knife lobby is a big fan of knives, nah. and don't get me started on big spoon. Well, knives are too violent. Not yeah. a knife guy myself. Yeah. Um, I, I would imagine you're a spoon person. Yeah, forks creep me out. Yeah, you like scooping things. Yeah, 100%. You're spoons, a scooper. Spoons go with all of the best foods. Yeah. Ice cream. Yeah. I imagine that's up there. The end. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, you don't, you don't need a fork or a knife for ice cream. Yep. They're for the vegetables. So we have Evaluate Your Life Day, yep. National Fork Day, and Spell Check Day. Two of those mm. are fake. One of those is an actual day people celebrate on the 19th of October. Knowing the society we live in today, I'm going to say the real one is Spell Check Day. Incorrect. Oh, Evaluate God. Your Life Day is celebrated today. Are you kidding me? Everybody, take a look at where you're at. That's really dark. Pretty dark. <laughs> right across Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Zach, my, uh, my dad was very excited earlier today to tell me of a um, bit of a claim to fame that uh, he has that uh, he hadn't told me before. He, he, I think his opening sentence was, I can't believe I've never brought this up before, but I actually have a connection to a famous person that I've never mentioned. Oh, yeah. That's always exciting. You know what I mean? Because you think maybe my dad was uh, originally in the Rolling Stones. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Yep. Maybe he went to the premiere of Star Wars. Yeah. Right. Well, those are two very different things. I, I mean, yeah. being in the cinema and watching a movie <laughs> yeah. for the first time versus being in one mm. of the most successful bands of all well, time. He'd probably also have to be 20 years older than he is to have done either of those things, I think. Yeah. However, however, he was adamant that it would be on a similar level of excitement. What was his claim to fame? Well, as you can imagine, Zach, I was on the edge of my seat. I was super excited. Tell me, Dad, what do you got from me? What do you got? And he said, you know the talking clock that you can call? Now, do you mm. know the talking clock? Mm. Uh, before iPhones yes. told so, you what the time was. Yeah. Well, actually, people had watches, so I'm not really sure if you call, what the uh, purpose was. This is on everyone's phone. If you call 1194, you get this. So this is the talking clock. You'll probably be in the middle of some chimes. At the third stroke, it will be 10, 47, and 30 seconds. I remember as a kid, mm. that's how we would set the At clock the in my household. Stroke, it yeah. will be 10, You'd so call up the talking clock. And I, this might be the first call to the talking clock in a decade. I was unaware it was still going. <laughs> yeah, still going. Uh, anyway, Dad says, you know the talking clock. And I was like, mm. yeah, sort of. And he said, my cousin married the son of the guy who did that voice. Wait, his cousin <laughs> married the son yeah. of the guy who did that voice. Yeah. 
So wow. hold on a second. This this voice that's coming up here, Zach, just wait for it. This very voice. At the third stroke, it will be 10, 48, and 10 seconds. The guy who did that voice. My dad's cousin married his son. Could we get an interview with him? <laughs> with the son? No, your dad. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, it's, it's He's a He's obviously point. famous yeah, with that claim to fame. Dad thought this was an unbelievably impressive claim to fame. I'm less sure about that one. No, it's I'd, a bit of a distant one. Well, I'm just saying, I think when you say I've got a claim to fame and it ends up being that, it's a little bit underwhelming. I asked if he knew the guy. He's like, I never really met him. Yeah. Never really. Didn't get to talk time with him or anything like that. Talking time, what would that be? <laughs> well, maybe get a live performance of the talking clock. To me, that's a pretty crappy claim to fame. Yeah. Well, I want to know, I, I guess, if this is now the benchmark for claims to fame, mm. this means everyone can jump in. Mm-hmm. So 131060, what is your crappy claim to fame? Normally, when people might do a claim to fame segment, you would have had to have, you know, I don't know, maybe you played cricket in the Australian team once. Do you know what I mean? You'd have to have a pretty impressive claim to fame. But now that my dad has set this as the benchmark, maybe you once worked at a cafe that served a famous person. You weren't in that day, but they came into that cafe. I think I have a crappy claim to fame. What's yours? Uh, My primary school relief teacher, Mm. so not a teacher I had often, but just one I would have occasionally when my teacher was sick. She briefly lived next door to Bernard Fanning from Powderfinger. Well, that's great. Did you know that when she was teaching you? Yeah, she told us. That's pretty cool. And I could feel through the fact that she lived next door to him, Mm. that she had got some musical abilities from him. Oh, completely. I mean, how And I think I got some from her. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. In a trickle-down effect. No doubt she would have seen him putting the bins out. They would have had a bit of a neighbourly wave at each other. Yeah. When I hear my neighbours put the bins out, it sounds awful. (laughs) Yeah. It sounds like thunder when (laughs) they go over the rocks. I'm like, oh, can you guys hurry up? (laughs) Yeah. I reckon when Bernard did it, He'd mm. do it in a bit of a rhythm. Yeah. It would sound like a hit song. Oh, it absolutely would. You, you, you'd say, one more bin, <laughs> one more bin. Uh, 131060, what is your crappy claim to fame? The benchmark could not be lower. We have Alex in New South Wales. Alex, what is your crappy claim to fame? Hello. Hey, hey Alex. So, when I was younger, yeah. I used to live next door to famous supercar driver, Mark Scaife's grandfather. Hmm. And I used to always watch the V8 supercars. Yep. And then one day I went to take his macadamia nuts that dropped into my backyard to his house. Yep. And I opened the door and look who's staring right at me. It's Mark's case. Wow. Visiting his grandfather. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Well, that's impressive. Did you manage to see him either drive to or away (laughs) from the house, Alex? Uh, unfortunately, I didn't see him in action. No, no. no. I imagine I he would take the suburban corners in the same way, yeah. naturally. Well, I think so he would wear good. a helmet and the race suit every time he got into uh, the car. I'm not sure he's ever changed out of it. Uh, That's pretty good. Living next door to... Well, you, he used to live next Sorry. door to Mark Scaife's grandfather. That's exactly what we're after with crappy claims to fame. Sam is in Newcastle. This is another um, mechanical-themed one, Sam. Yeah, mate, yep. So, Dad's motorbike mechanic hmm. used to travel internationally with a Speedway champion as his mechanic. Okay. Okay, who was the Speedway champion? Todd Wilshire. Okay. Okay. Seeing that we have to Google that one ourselves, <laughs> that is exactly what we're <laughs> looking it. for. Yeah, so hang on, I just need to get that link. So, it's a, it's a famous motorbike rider, Todd Wilshire, I think it was. Yeah. And Sam's dad's motorbike mechanic used to be his motorbike mechanic. Wow. That's, that's vintage. <laughs> Crappy claim to fame. Remember we, remember we knew that guy mm. who uh, interviewed the director of a movie no one had seen. Oh, that's right. And then he was yeah. offering himself <laughs> to radio stations as an interview because he interviewed the director. Yeah, I don't that's know. That's what we could do with this. Yes. That we could go to other radio shows mm. and say, hey, we spoke to Sam, whose yep. dad's motorbike mechanic used to be the mechanic for Todd <laughs> Wiltshire. Yeah. Would you like to interview us? Do you want to interview us? We can chat about the upcoming motorbike race. That sounds great. Uh, Melissa uh, in Melbourne, what's your crappy claim to fame? Uh, It is uh, Steven Spielberg. Uh, However, the reason why it is crappy is my uncle that I never see painted a painting for him. And he has his personal email and he can't give it to anyone. Oh, that's pretty good. So hang on. Is your uncle uh, an artist? Yeah, he is. Mm. Okay. So he's painted something. Spielberg's (laughs) bought it. We don't know where it is. Yeah. 
That's pretty good. I'm going to say that's that's bordering on an okay claim to fame. Spielberg, that's 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 Hollywood royalty, Dob. Melissa, if I gave your uncle a hundred bucks, would he give me the email address? <laughs> no chance. How much would it cost? Oh, look, I, I I tried to bribe him, but I don't think he, he would take anything for it, even yeah. a million dollars. Dom has an idea for <laughs> ET2, <laughs> ET Returns, yeah, that he wants to pitch. <laughs> All right, you well, could play the Drew Barrymore role. Yeah. Um, the kid who finds E.T. in the backyard. I thought you were going to say I could play E.T. So you could I'll if take, you wanted. I'll take that as a compliment that I got the... Uh, oh, why don't we go to E.T.'s home planet and yeah. see E.T. with mm. E.T.'s family? What? And you could be part of E.T.'s family. Well, see, because <laughs> E.T. came to Earth yeah. and he... Or she, I don't know. What What was E.T.? I'm not sure. It was E.T. Specific, wanted to specific. go home, yeah. but we never got to see E.T. at home. Oh, so that's the next one. Yeah, on, like in <laughs> yeah. outer space, and you could be one of E.T.'s family. That's pretty good. That's not bad. E.T.'s coming home for the weekend. <laughs> that's not bad. Uh, Chanel in Sydney, what's your crappy claim to fame? Um, so my boyfriend's father's best friend yep. uh, dated Freddie Mercury. Oh, well, that's amazing. <laughs> that, I mean, it yeah. took a while to get there. <laughs> yes. But the name at the end's impressive. Now, can I say, obviously, you know, Queen um, uh, haven't really been a, a big band since the 80s now. But, Chanel, with the new Freddie Mercury movie coming out next month, you'll be able to dine out on this claim to fame over the next few weeks. Are you aware of that? Exactly. Exactly. That's You've been pulling it out the past few weeks. Yeah. Can we no. just get that connection again? I was just yeah. trying to write it down. What was the connection okay. to Freddie Mercury? Uh, my boyfriend's father's best friend dated Freddie Mercury. Like, before how, Queen was massive. How long did they date for? I have no idea. I don't even know what his name is, but yeah, that's okay. just my claim. Yeah. That's pretty good. Yeah, well, when you're in the pub sharing your claim to fame, <laughs> that's it. You, you don't need to know the details outside <laughs> no, of what the connection is. Yeah, that's amazing. Right across Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Just on the This is just off the runway, a game exclusively for people currently driving home from the airport. We believe by asking you three questions, we can figure out where you have flown from. All right, let's kick it off. We have Lindy, who has just touched down in Sydney. Uh, Question one for you, Lindy. How much did your luggage weigh? 19 kilos. Oh, it's a big one, Dom. That's that's big, but I reckon that's interstate. I reckon you'd have more than 19 kilos if you're going overseas. Uh, What airline did you fly with, Lindy? Oh, interesting. International, I think. Lindy, how many times did you go to a beach? Twice. Okay. Okay. In Sydney, flying from a beach, I think Indonesia, Dom. I was going to say Gold Coast. 19 kilos would be a Gold Coast trip. That's a lot. What's your max? 23, 24 kilos? I reckon if you go to Indonesia, you're using the full 23, 24. Okay. I reckon Gold okay. Coast. I'm backing myself. Lindy, have you come from the Gold Coast? No. Where was it? Darwin. 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 Okay. Beaches up in Darwin. Less yes. spoken about. Yeah. Well, I'm sure just as beautiful. I mean, I don't think you go on the water because of the crocodiles, but... <laughs> Is Darwin closer to Gold Coast or Indonesia? Uh, definitely Indonesia. You reckon? Definitely. Okay. <laughs> Well, my a geog- a flail geography. What's your picture you know of this. Australia? Well, I don't know. I don't know how close Indonesia. Anyway, let's move along. Arthur has just touched out in Canberra. You have question one for Arthur, Zach. Arthur, how long was your flight? Two and a half hours. Two and a half hours from Canberra. I'm just oh. doing a little bit of a map in my head. A circle around Canberra. You know, like when people, they break out of jail and they've been on the run for six hours (laughs) and the police always draw that circle of where they could be. The radius. That's what I'm doing now with Arthur. Arthur, was the main purpose of your trip business or leisure? Business. It's a business trip. All right, one more question from you, Zach. Was the city that you were in, Arthur, did it have a river running down the middle? I wouldn't call it a river because we're in drought. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, what, what? That's confused me. I'll be honest. Two and a half hours Let's from think Canberra. Two and a half hours from Canberra. Now, and the place has some sort of water system, well, two but and a, not okay. a river. So, a water system affected by drought. Two and a half hours, I reckon, would be getting around Canberra to Adelaide. Yeah. It would be getting around Canberra to maybe like a Cairns, Townsville? No. Possibly? No. Two maybe, and a half hours. Maybe Launceston? I'm just trying to think two and a half hours each way. Let's go Adelaide. Adelaide. All right, Arthur, have you come from Adelaide? No. 
Where was it? Tamworth. Tamworth. Didn't know Tamworth had an airport. What were you doing in Tamworth, Arthur? Just working? Yeah, mate, I was. I came to Canberra for work. Okay. Yeah, fair enough. What's Tamworth famous for? Country music, isn't it? That's right. Maybe Arthur is... I think there's uh, a big uh, drought relief concert coming up in Tamworth. Great. Saw an ad on TV today about it. Uh, We have Tom, who's just touched down in Melbourne. Question one for you, Tom. What currency do they use where you've come from? Oh, that gives it away. Well, that's what we're hoping for, Tom. <laughs> All right, okay. All right, <laughs> is, no, it, you know, is, it, is it not Australian dollars? No. No, okay, we've got an international one. Question Ooh, two, is Okay, that? I'm going to change my question knowing that it's international. <laughs> yeah. uh, is it Northern Hemisphere, Tom? Uh, yes. Okay, we got half the planet to pick from. <laughs> Tom, does the country you've come from usually do better or worse than Australia at the Olympics? Uh, depends on the sport. In terms of total medal tally, what do you reckon? Would they be above us or below us? Uh, I think they're about on par with us. <sighs> okay, well, Canada? I'm, do you reckon? I, I was thinking Canada or the UK, maybe Japan. Okay, UK, but that's not a country. So which country? <laughs> England. England. That's what I, I'm happy to go with England. Yeah. Uh, because I'm not sure Canada do as well as us Where in we generally the Summer go, Olympics. Like, it's generally like Russia, well, China, America are the top three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we'd be pretty even with England. I'm happy to go with that. All right, Tom, where have you come from England? Tom? England, yeah? No. Where was it? LA. Oh, it was America. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they usually win the Olympics, don't they? It's them or China normally, neck and neck. Oh, well. That's a zero from three weeks there, Zach. Half an hour ago, yep. you were listening to Dom fail at playing recorder. Yep. And now you're listening to us fail at picking where people have come from. It's a night of failure. It really is. Um, but also, what do you say, expect? Yeah. It's, a, it's 11.30 at night. <laughs> That's so true. The radio station's not going to put their best guys on now. <laughs> that would be silly. This is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Got a bit of a uh, dilemma going on, Zach, with uh, baristas, people who are making my coffee. I'm... I don't know why, why this has started, but over the past week, on three separate occasions, I have in one form or another been referred to as dog by baristas. With different baristas at yes. different yeah. coffee places. In, in different forms. So the first time this occurred, I told you about this, I think, was it earlier this week or, or sometime last week, yeah. that uh, instead of calling out my name Dom when I left my name for a coffee, they said Dog. And then written dog down instead of Dom. And I was I was a bit confused about that. I thought, what? It's a weird way to get my name wrong. Are you sure they were saying dog? 100%. Well, they'd written dog on the cup. Oh, so it says dog on the it cup. It said dog on the cup. Yeah. Right. So that's, that's step one. Bit weird. Then uh, about two days ago, got a coffee. And um, the, when they brought it over to me, this wasn't a give your name scenario. This was like in a cafe. When the guy brought it over, he said, there you go, big dog. <laughs> and I was like, what? Why did you just call me Big Dog? That's a little so, different because he doesn't think well, your name is Dog. He doesn't. But he but thinks I'm, you look like a Big Dog. I'm still giving off Dog vibes in yeah. one form or another. Now, I know you sometimes call me Big Dog yeah. behind the scenes. Yeah. I don't. I woof, don't. Woof. <laughs> not a fan of the nickname. Yeah. I don't want that one to stick if that's at all possible. And I was like, well, that's. Well, it's a term of endearment, isn't it? Is it? Hmm. <laughs> I'm not sure. Anyway. and I, Everyone like, loves dogs. Man's best yeah, friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I wasn't sure if I was okay with that going on. Yeah. And then what happened earlier today, I was going through, I won't name the chain, yeah. I was going through a drive through and I uh, ordered a, a coffee, Yeah. and they came to the window and they said, cappuccino for dog. <laughs> I was like, are you kidding me? Well, tell me, let's, maybe it sounds like you're saying dog. It doesn't. So let's do a let's All right, do you, a play, you play the barista. So I'll say, uh, just mm. to confirm that order, that was a cappuccino with seven sugars. <laughs> Shut up. You know. Isn't that what you usually get? <laughs> no. It's a cappuccino on lactose-free milk, unfortunately, yeah. with one or maybe two sugars if I'm treating yeah. myself. Extra chocolate on top. <laughs> Four, sorry, what was the name again? Dom. Was that dog? <laughs> Dom. Does Dom, does that sound like dog? Maybe through like a speaker box at a drive-thru. Yeah, hang like, on, put your hand up here. Dom. Yeah, it sounds like dog. It doesn't sound like dog. There's it does, no, it sounds no, like dog. The G is a hard sound. There's no hard sound in Dom. Dom. It dog. rounds itself See, off. Same thing. Yeah, so but I who, think what you need called to... dog? Well, they, it's not up to them for, to judge. Uh, they can't go, ar- okay, they can't go well, around judging what people are named. Firstly, they going to write down mm, what they hear. And as you said, yeah. dog or big dog could be a nickname. Maybe you like to be known as that. I don't. How about Dog the Bounty Hunter? <laughs> His look, name is Dog. Look, 
firstly, I'm pretty sure the guy who called me Big Dog was just being condescending. Yeah. I'm not okay with that. <laughs> I don't know what I did to get Big Dog. Yep. Not cool with that one. The other two places, mm. it's possible they've misheard me, but it's never happened before in my life. Do and you have proof? Do you have a picture? Of, of the coffee cup? Yeah. I, I don't. Yeah. Uh, I should have thought about that. That wouldn't have been a bad idea. But I, look, <laughs> at this rate, it'll happen again. Yeah. I'm pretty confident it'll happen again. What I would like is yeah. some proof. So okay. either a picture or a recording yeah. of someone saying it's for dog. Okay. Well, next time I go to a place where I've got to give my name, yeah. am I allowed? Can you record? Is that legal? If you ask them. Well, they're not going to say it if I record, are they? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, true. Yeah. <laughs> no, but you could ask them afterwards. I'll ask them afterwards. All right. Yeah. Well, that, that can be the plan. Yeah. And I mean, I, I imagine that it's going to happen probably tomorrow. Because honestly, I it's the you last three to the same coffee place every day. No, I'll be mixing up a bit. That's oh, probably. Do they, does your original know that? <laughs> what's ooh, tr- no, what's going on? No, let's not go into that. Troubles in paradise. <laughs> There's no trouble in paradise. Paradise. Like, everything's going great there. Although you know what? I suppose this is what they say. When when you cheat, you yep. get what you deserve. <laughs> That's why they're calling you dog. <laughs> This is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Well, look, earlier in the night, Zach, uh, I did play the recorder for the first time since primary school. I was a bit of a recorder prodigy back then. Um, my go-to song, my big hit was the Postman Pat theme. I could just nail it 10 times out of 10. Yeah. And tonight the aim was to have a big revival, a big comeback. Yeah. And we did that about two hours ago. Unfortunately... It, uh, it didn't go as planned. Oh, well, there's been a spike in sales of Nurofen across the country. <laughs> we heard on the phone line as people said that yep. it gave them a headache. And this is really disappointing for me because obviously, you know, I, I've been building up to this comeback for some time. I mean, I practiced for 10 minutes this afternoon. Mm. I've really put effort in. And I have been pleading with you all night through the songs. I've been saying, listen, I'm practicing, I'm practicing. Can I have one more shot at redemption before yep. we wrap up tonight? Well, this is a redemption, redemption. Yeah, well, because you it. asked for redemption earlier on. I did. This uh, is you like you didn't get that. It's like it's, it's, yeah. a, it's it's he's coming back from the comeback. Yeah, he, he it. dug the hole deeper. Yeah, instead well, of climbing out of it like he was meant to two hours ago. Sometimes on like you know the Voice, the X Factor, Australian Idol, these sorts of shows, contestants who've been eliminated get to come back and have one more go to impress the judges. So, so I said he could have ten seconds at yep. one thirty a.m. That's where we find ourselves at the moment. <laughs> that, that's it. And the 10 seconds is about to begin. All right. Now, I'm going to nail the Postman Pat theme here. If you need a reminder, this is what I'm going to be playing. Postman Pat, Postman Pat, Postman Pat, and his black and white cat. Okay. So that's what you're expecting to hear on the recorder here. I tell now, you what, if you stuff this up. I won't. Here we go. You ready? Yeah. Count me in. Three, two, one. Come on! Come on! Okay, well, infinitely closer than it used to be, but you won't be going on tour anytime (laughs) soon. Okay. Well, you know what, Zach? If that's the progress I can make in one night... I think I'm going to do something that we should have done. Don't you break the... Don't snap the recorder. Don't... But it's gone in the bin! Okay, Zach's just thrown my recorder in the bin. That was $6, thank you. Okay. Are you going to pay me back for that? Uh, that is your donation to Big W. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, you know what? I'm happy to announce it then. I'm retiring. He's retiring. My recorded career is over. Career. <laughs> Yet again, uh, that is what we've got time for tonight. If you do want to hear the show back, including my attempt, my first attempt at the recorder, search for Collective Man on iTunes. You can get the podcast there. And we will see you Monday at 10. Bye. That's all from Collective Noun. Grab podcasts and videos online on Facebook at Collective Noun Comedy.